Hello, gorgeous soul. Welcome to the Mindset Mastery and Manifestation Show. My name is Rachel Fisher, and I'm a spiritual mindset coach and manifestation expert who helps female entrepreneurs just like you overcome their mindset blocks to create more impact, freedom, and abundance. My goal of this podcast is to help you take massive leaps forward to uplevel your business while you step into your most unapologetic and aligned as fuck self so you can fully live in your purpose as we collectively raise the vibration of the planet. This podcast will give you a weekly dose of realness and empowerment to help you master your mindset and become and do everything that you damn well know you're here for. Get ready to align with your vision and let the thriving begin. Hey guys, just wanted to pop in here real quick before we start today's episode to first and foremost, thank you so fucking much for being here with me today. I am so excited about this journey that we're embarking on together. I just wanted to say that if it feels good for you to please feel free to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts or download and follow this on Spotify. It just helps me reach more gorgeous souls just like you that need to hear these words. So super grateful for everything that you are and that you do. And I cannot wait to continue to connect with you. Let's jump into today's episode. What is up, gorgeous souls? I hope you're having a beautiful day. I hope that the past week has been fucking epic for you and that you're staying healthy, well, and vibrant. Super excited about today's episode because I'm going to be having a little bit of an interview with my fiance, who is also my business partner. I'm really excited because I'm going to be chatting with him all about what it's like to not only be in a romantic partnership together, but also what it is like doing business together because so much of what you guys see um, is really a lot of the stuff that Justin does behind the scenes of my business. So Justin runs things like, you know, doing like my social media engagement. He creates all of like my sales pages, my landing pages. He handles all the finances in my business. And he's like, he's what I like to call the chief awesome officer in the business. So I'm going to be really um, diving into probably multiple different uh, avenues throughout this conversation. I know something that a lot of people have been requesting is uh, me sharing how I manifested Justin and what that story is all about. And I'm sure we'll dive into multiple different areas throughout our conversation. So hello, Justin. Welcome to the Mindset Mastery and Manifestation Show. How are you? I'm good. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for having me on your show. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'm super excited to have you on this show. And, you know, you're such a big part of of my business, you know, and I feel like, you know, I like I truly believe that, you know, I wouldn't have the ability to operate with so much, you know, ease and flow without your amazing support and, um, you know, not just like in business, but also just the support that you provide me on a like emotional level in our partnership. So I'm so excited to talk to you all about these different things that we're going to chat about because I know that there are a lot of people out there who are, you know, in a position where they're building a business and perhaps working with their partner or maybe even they're in a position where their partner doesn't really get what they're doing. So I'm really excited to dive into chatting with you about what it's like supporting someone like myself. (laughs) So I'm going to actually start off by sharing our kind of like how we met like our manifestation story um because for those of you who haven't heard this story you know justin was someone who i consciously called into my life um almost three years ago almost three years ago i think it's been yeah it's like two and a half years I guess and you know prior to meeting Justin I was you know not um not really with anyone for a couple years like you know I went on some 
real weird Tinder dates <laughs> here and there. We've all been there. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely have had my fair share of weird Tinder dates. Um, and, you know, I just got to a point where I was kind of sick of, you know, continuing to interact with the same, same old bullshit over and over again and just really started to take a look at like, you know, why I was attracting this, the same types of people into my life over and over again. And I realized that so much of that had to do with who I was being in my life and what I thought I deserved and what I was, what I was worth and that sort of thing. And I remember, um, you know, the first, like the, the November before I, I met you. Um, and at this point, obviously we didn't know each other. Um, (laughs) I remember really getting, um, pretty just kind of sick of the path that I was going on, um, just in a lot of areas of my life. And I remember I deleted all of my dating apps and not again, like just want to say guys, like there is nothing wrong with dating apps. I know people who have met their significant other on dating apps and they're happy as fuck. So, um, this is just my own personal experience. So yeah, I just, I deleted, um, the dating apps off of my phone and I remember I, I went to one of my favorite coffee shops and I started to journal about the type of partner that I wanted to, that I wanted to call into my life and also like who I wanted to be in the partnership too, Mm -hmm. because I felt like at that point, um, again, kind of like who I was being wasn't really, um, in alignment with the type of person that I actually wanted to be with as well. So yeah, like I remember like I journaled all about like the the personality traits and like how they would like love me and like all of these different things and then after I wrote in that that journal like I I just kind of like went about my life you know like I didn't really um I didn't really think about it I didn't like look at the the journal uh wasn't like seeing anybody and then um so that was in November and then in January um actually on like January 1st, so New Year's Day, um, my grandma passed away. And that was like a really big um, thing for me because my grandma helped raise me. She was like my second mom. And it was like a really um, challenging situation and uh, really confronting because I was, again, just, it was just already experiencing a lot of inner growth. And that was a big unexpected loss. And uh, a couple weeks after my grandma passed away, there was actually a, there was a show, like a, there was a DJ playing in Kelowna where we live. And it was the DJ that I really loved um, and really enjoyed listening to. And, and uh, so I felt like it would be a good opportunity for me to go out and to, to dance and move my body. And I remember before going out to that show, I was hanging out with a couple of friends and I like, you know, I, I used to be quite the flirt when I'd go, when I'd go out <laughs> dancing, you know, get all, get all snazzy and dressed up and, you know, be on the prowl, so to speak. <laughs> but, uh, that night I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna like wear like, you know, like kind of comfy clothes, like no makeup, just throw on a hat and just like, my intention was just to go out and dance and have fun. And what was interesting though, is like the, the two friends that I was hanging out with, it was one of my old friends at the time and her partner and we were all hanging out in my bedroom before we were going out and uh we were just on the conversation of relationships I think I don't recall exactly how this came up but a couple hours before we went out to this show I remember talking and saying I'm just ready to meet a a really nice guy who like loves life who can't (laughs) wait to grow with me like I'm just so ready for that I'm so ready And, uh, it was so interesting because going out that night, like I said, I had no intention of like, you know, being, being the flirt that I usually was. I just wanted to go out and move my body and kind of take my mind off of the grieving I was going through. And, you know, I'll never forget, like, just like being on the dance floor and just being, I was just by myself at that point. Like, I don't know where my friends went. I was just grooving and. I felt like magnetically pulled towards you. Like I didn't even see mm-hmm. you. Like I just mm-hmm. felt like I was like there was something pulling me towards you. Yeah. And I remember like somehow we just started like grooving together. Like and again at this point I hadn't even looked at your face. Like I just <laughs> remember like we were dancing and it was like fluid. Like it was just this like flowy yeah. beautiful movement and it fits so well. 
And, you know, both of us love to dance. And yeah. I would say we, both of us are pretty fucking good dancers. So <laughs> it makes a, lot of, <laughs> makes a lot of yeah. sense that we were just, yeah. like, really fluid with each other. <laughs> and uh, and then I remember, like, I remember looking back at Justin and my entire body just, like, lit up. Like, I remember just seeing you and it was, like, vibrations throughout my entire body. Like, I, I didn't I don't even remember what I was thinking I just remember what I was feeling I just felt like I I don't know it was I can't I can't articulate or put into mm-hmm. words like what it felt like to see you for the first time and then like what was it like maybe like a couple minutes after minutes, definitely minutes, minutes after <laughs> I was just like hey give me your phone I'm gonna put my number in your phone so if we lose each other tonight like I can text you and like you were so like shocked almost <laughs> you were just like uh yeah well I mean a little context like I had I had no, I was just going out to dance. You know? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I was like, you know, I was in school and like all the stresses and shit of school. I just wanted to go listen to some good bass music and move my body. Yes. And just so happened <laughs> to bump into my soulmate. Yeah. <laughs> like what? Just happens to. Yeah. <laughs> so I like put my number in your phone and I text myself and like I just remember being like, wow, either this guy is going to like really admire me or he's going to think I'm fucking nuts because I'm just like, give me your phone. <laughs> so like it was so great because the venue was so small and like we didn't lose each other that yeah. night at all. We just stayed we, together. We the stayed together night. the entire night and like danced all night and like got drinks. And I remember like, you know, go, going to coat check to get our coats. And we were, you know, in a line that was probably, probably took like 15 minutes or so to get through. And mm-hmm. we were just like, like school kids, just like making out, like just like so <laughs> giddy, like just like, oh my God. Like, and I remember you like letting me know, like you were doing your masters and like, mm-hmm. if you couldn't hang out right away, that like, it wasn't personal. And yeah. I remember saying to you, like, I think it's so fucking awesome that you are so driven and like, you know, are focused on school and like no, like no judgment. Like I, I just want to like hang out with you again. And we ended up like texting yeah. all night. Like it was already like two thirty a.m. And I think we texted till like five a.m. that night. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I was just, I was just like walking home. I think I smoked a little joint. <laughs> it was great. Oh my gosh! Um, yeah, and then we ended up scheduling or like, uh, you know planning a, our first like our scheduling. first scheduling <laughs> planning our first actual date um for that following yeah. Thursday and I remember like it was interesting because I was like so nervous because I just I felt like so drawn to you but I also felt like really comfortable around you it was like mm-hmm. this like interesting mix of like being like so nervous but also like being able to be myself and like I could tell that you genuinely yeah. like listened to me and like you know I remember even like sharing some like vulnerable stuff with you even like on our first date especially because my grandma had just passed away and and like you just were like really present with me and really just right there with me you know and mm-hmm. and it's so cool because it was like after that you know within a month like you know, we were hanging out, you know, we hung out, like, I think we hung out, like, once a week, because you were in school, like, we weren't, like, hanging out every day. Yeah, I was deep into the school then, too, yeah. like, it, it was, it was bordering upon unhealthy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, But I also think yeah. it gave us, like, a lot of space to, like, really get to know each other, you know, because, I yeah. mean, not that there's anything wrong with, like, getting, you know, really connected with someone and seeing them all the time right away, but I feel like, you know, it was, like, this really slow build and I I don't think that I had ever really experienced that before like I think in the past like with previous relationships it was like you were kind of just like like right like hanging out every single day and again like there's nothing wrong with that by any means but with us it was like we really took our time to like really get to know each other on like a really deep level and I think that that's something that I really appreciate um you know looking back because I feel like you know, for both of us, like, we were both just so interested in, like, working on ourselves, but we were also really interested in getting to know each other and, like, just having that, like, ability to take things that 
and like slow in that way felt really really good and it's so crazy too because I actually like met your some of your best friends like yeah. that previous year because they were living in Kelowna and it's just so interesting how you know I interacted with your circle before yeah. you even met me because you I mean, the thing guys too is like Justin and I aren't neither of us are from where we live like I'm from yeah. Ontario originally and Justin is from BC but you were living in Victoria, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. I was living in Victoria. Yeah, prior so to coming here. you just like you just moved here for school. So it's just super interesting how it was almost like, you know, whether we like we were absolutely meant to meet at some point and the fact that we met in such this, such a beautiful way and it was really cool because right when we were going to move in together because we actually kind of talking about like the slowness of things too like you ended up actually because guys that you, so that you don't know because you probably don't know anything about Justin obviously <laughs> uh he was um doing like his master's in like biology essentially yeah. is like a is like the easiest I, I, way I, I always like, just say biology yeah because <laughs> like otherwise it's just like microectorizal fungi I probably didn't even say that right <laughs> He's pretty close. <laughs> no one fucking knows what that means. So biology. And you actually went back to the island for that yeah. entire summer, basically, to do um, research. Yeah. So, you know, and I came to visit you a couple times, but there was, like, some pretty big periods where we didn't we didn't see each other for, like, three weeks or a month, even. Yeah, like, right, right as things were, like, starting to get more serious in our relationship, we had this big period of time where we were totally separate. Yeah. And yeah, that was it was a very interesting thing because in previous relationships like during that time I would almost get like once things got more serious I would get almost clingy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, I wasn't allowed that. Like yeah. I was forced into this situation. Like we were forced in this situation yeah. where you know, we could just communicate like through text and phone calls and we couldn't we weren't actually physically with each other yeah absolutely and I feel like that was like the first time too where because I was much like you right like I would start to get like almost like that uh that clingy attachment vibe going yeah. but like you know it was just like so interesting to have that you know physical distance between us and also just deeply deeply trust you know it was like the first time in my life where I like just deeply trusted someone mm -hmm. like and like you know, like I, there was no like part of me that was like scared of losing you or whatever. And in fact, like the distance made me just like my admiration for you grow like even more because it was like I couldn't see you. And I was just so excited to, you know, like be able to see you again. And it was just such a such a beautiful, beautiful thing. And then obviously like having the experience of um you know, doing some research with you. I guess I got to go out into the deep, deep woods in British Columbia, like completely, you know, off the grid, basically, off, off the grid. like <laughs> into like yeah. deep forest that, you know, the average person would never even see. Mm -hmm. um, and I got to do some research uh, stuff with you, which was really, really cool. And yeah, it was such, such a beautiful thing because um, actually when Justin and I were going to move in with each other, which we ended up moving, it was really interesting because after you, we had that like level of space between us, um, once you came back to Kelowna at the tail end of the summer there, um, that was really when we were just like, okay, like Let's I fucking this. love you so much. Yeah. Like this is like, I'm fucking all in. Like this is a full body fuck yes. Started like, you know, slowly yeah. kind of living together um, at each other's places and then when we were starting to, when we actually got our own place and I was packing, I remember finding that journal that I wrote in <laughs> about all of the personality traits and things that I was seeking in a partner. And I remember like you were actually in the room, my bedroom with me. And I remember looking at you and being like, holy shit, like not only did I manifest you because of all the things that I wrote and like that evening that I met you and like declaring like with a full body fuck yes that I was ready for you and that you like that not only like were like you the person that I manifested but I was ready like I was ready to be the partner you needed too like that was the thing right it yeah. wasn't just about like you being ready for me or or you know what it was it was like basically like I was not only ready to accept a partner into my life but I was ready to be the type of partner that you deserved too and truly like if I had met you 
even like a year before, like yeah. I was just not in a position where I could have been the best partner I could be. So it's just like divine timing, right? And I, yeah, I just remember looking at that journal and being like, holy shit, like this is, you're more than any, more than I could have ever possibly imagined. Like, and it, yeah, it's just so beautiful. Ah, yes. I love you. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I guess, you know, kind of going into, you know, starting to work together, obviously, you know, when you, we first met, like you were in university and yeah. you were going down like a, a academia path and I was still working in the fitness industry as a fitness advisor. And actually I had, I had just enrolled to an online educational platform to become certified as a, a coach actually in February, the year that we met. So, you know, we were both kind of doing work and school side yep. by side and I remember like some of our hangouts were like steady dates <laughs> yeah. and uh in a tiny little room. in a tiny little warm bedroom <laughs> like so small and warm and I guys like I don't deal well with heat like heat <laughs> makes me like agitated but I like didn't want to like come across as like you know I don't know like like needy or something so I just like put up with this like disgustingly hot room just so I could hang out with Justin like oh my gosh it was a very hot room it was very hot like, we were sweating like sleeping in that bedroom was a fucking like I will never I would if it was now was I would be bed. like what are we doing <laughs> like yeah the smallest little bed oh my goodness and you know I'd love to like chat with you a little bit about um kind of like your transition to going down like a, a path, like an entrepreneurial path as well because I know that when we first met like you were really committed to staying in the academic world and you know up mm -hmm. until meeting me I, I know that like I've been a really big part of your 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 inner growth and your growth journey and I'd I'd love to like talk a little bit about um kind of you opening up not only like into uh, you know opening opening up into um being like more open into a different path but also like through like being with me like what that's kind of been like for you in terms of um, just expanding in like different ways because I know that we've helped each other grow just in, in so many different ways so I just love to hear kind of what that experience was like for you um starting to question the reality yeah. that you that you knew yeah. to be true so to speak. Totally. Like, I was so deep into school. Like, and it's all I knew, really. Like, I uh, I took a year off right after high school um, and did, like, saved up money and went traveling, and that was amazing. But then I just went straight into university, and I did my undergrad, and then right out of that went into my master's. And so... I was just on this track, but, you know, after meeting you and um, kind of just like reassessing, I realized that I didn't really actively choose that path. Mm. I just kind of went along with it mm -hmm. because it was just the path that was available for me and I couldn't see another possibility. Right. Like I'd never considered the idea of, of like having a business, mm -hmm. you know, of, of, of being an entrepreneur. Yeah. Never. And, um, like the, the really, well, I'll talk about Lynn later. Yeah. Um, just meeting you and seeing your passion <laughs> and seeing like how fucking fired up you'd get, like talking about helping people just really changed things for me and um you know I I'd always been intrigued by like spirituality and I was always like interested in eastern philosophy and, yeah, totally. and like zen and Taoism and um and like Alan Watts and shit like that right <laughs> yeah. but um you really like opened my eyes to a whole other realm of things like law of attraction and and manifesting and all of that and there was some serious fuck resistance oh, yeah. in this like, I remember like 
you know, like saying certain words like manifestation, like, you know, like, like a little like twitch in your eye, like, because I feel like, you know, like you said, like you had this, you had your own, um, you know, kind of, you had your own like beliefs and like, you know, you said you were interested in, in things like Zen, Buddhism and Taoism and, you know, you had your, your mind open to the mm-hmm. fact that there was like something greater than yeah. us and, and that there is an energy that is everything, you know, but I feel like there was like this whole other kind of like, it was a kind of like I opened Pandora's box and you were just like, what the fuck is all this, you know? And it was like, yeah. and for you, it probably seemed like really kind of, you know, for lack of a better way of describing it, kind of this like fluffy woo woo stuff that didn't really align with you because I remember there was like a lot of the verbiage just didn't align yeah, with you. It, it, was, it was the language. Like when it came down to the ideas themselves, I was like, oh shit, that's really interesting. But for whatever reason, like the language itself would just trigger me and I would be like, yeah. <laughs> <was always> yeah. <laughs> and um, <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the language would trigger me. And I, th- I think part of it was that I was just so fucking deep into that, like, rational yeah, science, science brain. And I was like, this does not compute. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> just, like, like, kind of just, like, you know, having to, you know, kind of face your ego, too. Like, because your ego is so identified with, like, being a scientist and, like, you know, really um, kind of not that you didn't like obviously like I said like you had your own like spiritual uh path and belief system but I think that there was so much fluff in the the things that I was interested in that you know in your opinion that is like of course these (laughs) things aren't fluffy at all but you know I feel like it, it took a little while for you to start to to just open up and I think that like so much of that was me just like being myself and just like not forcing my my views or my mm-hmm. opinions on you but like you know we've always been really effective communicators and like we talk about some like really deep shit you know like our relationship is not surface level so I think through a lot of conversation and a lot of our um just like the way the things that we talk about like you know would you mm-hmm. know sometimes be regarding like spiritual um ideas or philosophies and that would kind of through just you know conversation and I also think like by me just like living in an example and like me manifesting things and me sharing my magic and my truth I think that me being an example of my beliefs started to help you see that like what I was what I believed in wasn't just this like weird airy airy fairy shit it was like real real fucking life shit and I think that like as you started kind of down your own path too like you started to um start to kind of forge your own path in manifestation and the law of attraction and you started to learn about magic like real magic and um you know started to explore these these different spiritual teachers and people that articulated manifestation in a way that resonated with you right exactly exactly and i think that's like a super important point that you know not not everyone's going to resonate with you Absolutely. And, and and the language that they use, the way that they express ideas, isn't necessarily going to resonate with you. Um, and for me, like, you know, Doctor Joe Dispenza yeah. is his shit. Like, I'm down with it. And like, there's an element of science to it, and I really resonate with that. Yeah. And then any like Alan Watts and stuff. Like, yeah. I mean, that's not necessarily talking about manifestation per se, but it's talking about like all things spiritual philosophy and then there was that uh real magic book i don't remember who wrote that book but um there's that real magic book that you bought that talked about magic and you know really started to just be able to open your mind to these these beautiful um concepts and like the way that we can really use like the different laws that exist in the universe to attract what we desire and it's so cool because like I feel like now it's just like the law of attraction and manifestation um and magic is like such a big part of our our lives like it's just like such a foundational part of our business and what we create together and like 
you know, I, I feel like it's just like a really, it's really beautiful to evolve like on a spiritual level with you too. Like it's not yeah. like we're kind of like evolving yeah. together in these like different um, spaces within that all like encompasses our relationship. And it's like through so many different things, like we're, we're just evolving together and individually too, which I think is like so valuable because both of us really value our alone time and really value uh, education and I think that you know it's really cool how we both can kind of like learn things separately and then we come together and we're able to talk about like ideas Definitely. and things that really fascinate us and I think it's really cool too because there's so much that we like see like have different differing opinions on as well like we're able to like hold these conversations that um you are know uncomfortable are uncomfortable and like yeah. perhaps we just like don't typically we don't necessarily like agree specifically with each other's views on specific things but there's like so much like respect and there's like such a level of like yeah like that's I think that's like really cool that you think that way but like I see things this way and then it's like not this like you're right and I'm wrong bullshit it's like yeah like you're your own person and it's super important that you have your own views and like yeah that's important to me you know yeah, I, I totally agree. I think that's, like, the foundation of a good relationship, really, yeah. is having that open communication and being able to, um, being able to disagree. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I think the, the thing that really, the thing that I, like, think is so important and like something that I really value about our relationship because I mean there's so many things that I value about our relationship but like it's not like we don't have like things that we disagree on but like we've never like yelled at each other no like we've never ever called each other names we've never like we've never been disrespectful to each other like yeah there's been times where like I'm being a little fucking brat and like sassy and I'm like oh shit like I'm sorry like I should have Archie I should have <laughs> spoke a little bit calmer or like you know whatever right but like I feel like you know something that keeps our relationship um just like so safe yeah. is like that we don't treat each other like shit ever yeah. like yeah. you know like and yeah. yeah like there might be things that we disagree on but like we don't fight like, yeah, you know, like at all. There's always like a foundation of respect. Yeah, always. Absolutely, and I think that that's something that we've really talked about and like have established in our relationship is like, hey, like you're like you might make me angry at times, or like you might upset me, or like whatever, but like we can have a conversation about that versus like being resentful and like yelling or like fighting like I just feel like yeah. that just doesn't vibe with like us at all well, and and ultimately the majority of the times where there is like any kind of an issue is not even personal it's yeah, like absolutely. some shit that we're just projecting yeah and that's like really what most things are right is yeah like most of the time people I mean we're always projecting in some way or another right and I think that that's what leads people to arguing and fighting in a way that's like unhealthy is like they're up and someone's up in their shit um, about whatever and then they are not dealing with it and then it gets projected into something that's just like completely not even relevant yeah. and I think with us like so much of the inner work that we do individually is like really being mindful and accountable to like how we're showing up individually in our own lives and like I think that that just like transfers into our relationship and the way that we're able to communicate and like yeah of course I'm sure there's times where like we annoy each other or, like say something that we're just like oh like probably could have said that better but like we're always like really like you know able to meet you know together in the middle and be like okay yeah. so like this is what happened and like let's have a conversation about it and like make sure each other feel hurt feels heard and like cared for and held so that we can just like move the fuck on and it's not even a thing you know yeah definitely definitely yeah I think that's just super super important and I'm really grateful for that because me too something that I love too is like you're so calm and collected and like you're such a like centered like grounded person and I'm very like fiery and like passionate and like speak with a lot of like a lot of fire you know like mm -hmm. sometimes people in the past have like mistaken my passion for like um 
aggressiveness, like, you yeah. know, because I'm just so fiery. Um, and something that I just love about you so much is that, like, you really, like, we just, like, like we just, like, balance each other out. Like, yeah. I feel like, um, you know, that whole saying, like, I think it's, like, something like, you know, like, you keep me safe, I keep you wild, or something like that. It's, like, obviously we do that, you know, for each other in both ways, but I feel like there's just so much that you are able to do that, like, keeps me centered because I am such a flowy person that you're like, okay, let's just, like, reel, like, kind of, like, reel it back a little bit, like, come back to, like, you know, the the present moment for a second, let's talk about (laughs) this, like, you're okay, like, you don't need to worry, like, you're just so good at handling my my fire and like I really really admire that about you because yeah like there's times where I'm just like in a fucking zone and I'm like short with you or something because I'm just like focusing on all these different things and you just like never take it personally you're always just like hey babe like it's okay like you fucking got this so I'm like (laughs) hell yeah you're fucking awesome we fucking got this and it's good yeah well and I mean the same the same goes for you like for me a lot of the times I'm just cool doing nothing. <laughs> and you're like, let's go do some shit. And I need that. Yeah. Or else I'll just fucking hang out. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the fucking, like, nine Enneagram for me. It's just like, I'll just be, yeah. like, a sloth. <laughs> yeah, that's like your unhealthy, yeah. like, side of being a nine. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, it's really interesting, too, because, like, um... You know, I, I'm still learning about Enneagrams, but I'm an Enneagram 2, and actually, like, from what I remember, like, Enneagram 2s and Enneagram 9s are, like, so, like, perfect for each other, you yeah. know? So it's, and like... like, very similar in many ways. And we're both Libras, too. Like, not that we're both, like, we're not... I, neither of us are super into astrology, but, like, I do really resonate with, like, the personality traits of a Libra. And it's just so funny because, like, we are so similar in so many ways, but you also have these, like, specific differences that I feel like keep our relationship, like, fun and exciting and spicy, and Mm -hmm. I really like that a lot. And, uh, yeah, I'd I'd love to kind of, like, talk a little bit about, um, you know, because I know for a lot of people, like... For, for example, for me, I'm very, very grateful because, like, you've always been so supportive of everything that I've wanted to do. Like, I I remember, like, so for those of you that don't know, like, a lot of last year, Justin and I were doing affiliate marketing um, and, like, we, you know, enrolled into, like, a digital marketing education. Um, we partnered with this really amazing health and wellness company called Enagic um, that they, like, do mm-hmm. all things regarding, like, Kongan water um, and we're really passionate about Kongan water. It's improved our lives and our health so much. Yeah. But that was like kind of like a side business that we were doing together. And I remember like even then, because like obviously when you met me, you knew that I was kind of heading towards this like entrepreneurial path, um, you know, within coaching. And then I remember like kind of coming with coming at you with this idea about starting this like affiliate marketing business. And even then it was like, even though you had questions like, you never doubted me. Like, you were always, even then, you were just so, like, okay, so, like, let's take a look at this and see how we can make it work. Yeah. And I, I definitely, I think we'll, like, loop back to this in just a second, but obviously, like, I know that, you know, having your, because your stepmom um, unexpectedly um, had an accident in Mexico and, and abruptly passed, and I know that mm-hmm. for you, that was, like, a really pivotal moment for you taking a solid look at your life. Um, so I definitely will loop back to um, what I was saying before, but I'd love to hear a little bit about how, you know, that how that affected you kind of looking at life differently as well. Yeah. Yeah. It was two, two years ago in November. It will, it'll, it's like Almost a year two. and a half. Yeah. It like last, the past November. Yeah. Was, so next November. Like this will November have been, coming up. Yeah. It'll be two years. Yeah. And it was so sudden. Like I was on campus. Like I was like, fuck yeah, I'm going to do a bunch of writing. I'm just like in the zone. And I get a call from my dad. And my dad's just like, yeah, Lynn passed. <laughs> and holy fuck. That was like, devastating because I yeah it's one of those things where it's like you you have 
Like, who the fuck could predict that? Yeah, because they went on a vacation in Mexico. It was, like, this exciting thing. And, and like, I remember, like, you calling me from campus. And, like, I didn't... Be- I remember being like, are you joking? <laughs> like, yeah. and you were like, no, obviously I'm not joking. Because, like, who the fuck would joke about that? But it was yeah. just such a shock, like, yeah. to both of us. Especially for you. Like, you know, I, I just... I just... That was so fucking crazy. Yeah. So that... That period of time was like everything was put on hold yeah like we just fucking hung out on our floor and just watched like new girl yeah i remember we like binge watched new girl because you just needed distractions yeah because i like at that time i was still working at the gym and i like i remember took a couple i took like almost a whole month off of work because we were traveling all over um, to like Saskatchewan and then yeah. back to your hometown for like two different funeral services. And, uh, yeah, we just like, we were just grieving together and yeah, new girl was like a huge part of our grieving <laughs> process was just like new girl and we moved Schmidt. our bed, we moved our bed onto the ground in the living room. Yeah. Schmidt. <laughs> and for those of you who have not watched that show, like, I highly recommend it. It's fucking hilarious. And like yeah. Schmidt is probably one of my favorite characters of all time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. So yeah, like, you know, that period, um, I think, like, really kind of woke you and, like, shook you to, yeah. like, really start to evaluate, like, what you really wanted in life. And I guess, like, me kind of coming to you with this, like, business idea, um, I yeah. feel like that helped you really, like, be a little bit more open to it as well because you were already, like, starting to look at life from this, like, different light and, like, you know, even, like, contemplate your path. So, yeah, do you, do you feel like that was, like, a really big part of you, um, starting to open up to like what you really wanted was like that sudden loss definitely and from all that i've read like it's it's those moments those like really sudden moments like a breakup a death yeah you know some sort of accident with yourself like a big injury like those moments like make you reappraise like they give you a moment to reevaluate your life absolutely and, and for me I just realized kind of as I was talking about earlier like I realized do I want to continue down this path like have I actively made this decision to to go down this path of like academia being a scientist like fuck I love science like I you know I like doing the experiments and like all that but I was looking at the life of a scientist and I I just wasn't passionate enough yeah totally because especially with me like being so about freedom and then you kind of looking at what like the work life of a scientist is it was kind of like this thing of like well why would you do something where you're like working 60 hours a week a week because like presenting you this business idea it was like we could literally like travel all over the world work for where we're like from wherever we desire from our laptops or our cell phones while helping people and yeah. like, i feel like it kind of exposed you to like the possibility that like that actually did exist for you as well that it wasn't just this like thing that was for someone else that like you could do it too and you ended up really loving the technical side of digital marketing like running ads on facebook and instagram like building landing pages like you and you were really you're really fucking good at it so it's so interesting how this thing that you had never even like considered doing ended up being something that you're like absolutely like incredible at and like really enjoy as well yeah definitely and you know so much of of me delving into that was that I, I saw how passionate you were. And, like, if I... If, if like, the same circumstances for everything else, but it wasn't you, I don't know... I don't know what decision I would have made because, like, so much of me, like, wanting to pursue this path is because of you. And, beca- <laughs> and because I, like, see how passionate you are. And how driven you are and how much you know that you're going to succeed and like for me that's everything like I I I just get fired up (laughs) seeing you so fired up 
and you're like always fired up and I love it <laughs> and, it's like, and it's just so beautiful because like so often like you'll just like look at me and tell me how proud you are of me and you'll have like tears in your eyes and it's just like having you like the level of support that you provide to me like not only in business but again like kind of what I was saying earlier like on a spiritual level emotional level mental level it's like there are so many times where I wonder, like, you know, like, like, I mean, I never like to think like this, but like, what, like, 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 what the fuck would life would be like without you? Because you're just yeah. such a big, like, you're like, you're just always in my corner. Like, you're there to support me and to like, be my rock and like, really, like, even just be like a compass for me in times where I'm feeling like a little bit like unsure or nervous. And you've just been such a big part of me being able to take like those full body fuck yes leaps has been like you being like, you fucking got this. Because, you know, for so much of my life, I really doubted myself and I struggled so much with my limiting beliefs and my, you know, imposter syndrome. And I would self sabotage and I, you know, wouldn't do things because I was afraid of not being good enough and I feel like for you it's just you've been like you can do this and it's just been this like opportunity for me to like also explore like the depths of my self-love through you being a mirror for me like you just holding up the mirror I mean like this is who you really fucking are like you can do this well and I and I remember too like when we first started our relationship like you wouldn't cry (laughs) yeah you know and like yeah and that was a that was a lot of the work that we did together at the beginning yeah. was just sort totally. of like <laughs> reconnecting with, with my emotions. Yeah. Yeah, because before you, like, you know, my previous relationship was both of my previous relationships were, you know, not only just physic like my first one was like physically and, you know, emotionally um abusive, but the relationship I was in before you, like, I wasn't allowed to be emotional. Like it was like demonized it was Mm -hmm. like you know if I showed emotion it caused problems and then you know that played into my experiences as a teenager and as a kid and it really just evoked like so much trauma within me that I almost like shut off this part of me that expressed myself and I wouldn't speak my truth and I held so much in and yeah like you gave me such a safe space to heal like to really just like feel my emotions and like there was like the like the first of like a few times where I just like had like such a big cry and I felt so safe Mm -hmm. and I was like almost like releasing all of this like the years and years of trauma and like programming and fear and and like just to have you hold space like never try to fix anything like you never tried to fix me it was like hey like you're safe to be and like I'm gonna hold you while you cry because you're safe and like it was just this like beautiful opportunity for me to just to get to know myself again you know because it was just it was like I finally was in a position where I felt like it was safe to be me like and it's just so so fucking beautiful and like yeah like just the level of um support that you've provided me in so many different ways has just given me such a safe space to like really evolve into the woman that I am today and you know I'd love to know like for you because like obviously with us like we're so blessed in the fact that we just really support each other and we have so much communication and so much openness um and that's really what our relationships built off of but I know that there's a lot of people out there who have really big dreams um and maybe they're pursuing them or maybe they're just they're just ideas still but they have a lot of people in their life and sometimes even their partner that doesn't get it or doesn't Mm -hmm. understand or maybe questions them and that makes them question themselves and I'd love to know like what would like what do you feel like the best advice is that you could give to someone who's in a partner role to in a way that they could help like the, in a way that they could like hold space for their partner to grow and evolve because obviously there's been times where again like there were things that I ideas that I had that maybe you didn't fully understand but you were still able to like be supportive and loving and hear me and feel me and see me and you know never make me feel bad about what I was wanting to do and I just love to know like for you like what do you feel like you know is Bennett would be beneficial for people that are in that supporter role to like do if they're maybe if they're struggling with understanding like their partner's path 
Well, my approach might not be what everyone needs. Yes, of course. (laughs) But for me, it always came back to, first and foremost, just having that foundation of respect. Like, with you... I'm, I'm in it for the long haul. Like, I'm committed to you. And so if there's this avenue that you're really interested in, like, first off, just respect that you're your own individual Hell and yeah. that you have your own interests. And then second, if, if I don't know anything about it, and especially if it's, like, triggering me, then I just research. Yeah. Like, I'll just, like dive deep into it and and try to you know like find language that works for me or um just really get to a point where like okay I understand and with us like almost everything like ends up getting to a point where you know like I understand like like you said there's still some things where we kind of differ yeah absolutely you know Yeah, and I think, too, like, you know, you don't have to understand something to be supportive. Like, I think that that's, like, a big thing, too, is, like, I think, you know, a lot of times, like, people that maybe don't focus a lot on the inner work, like, their ego is really wrapped up in, like, what they know to be true in their own identity, and, and anything that challenges that identity is, you know, kind of, um, you know, alerted as, like, danger or unsafe and you know I think a lot of people that are you know pursue an entrepreneurial an entrepreneurial path um and perhaps their partner isn't pursuing that um it can be really confronting for the partner too because it's like being an entrepreneur isn't quote unquote like safe you know it's it's like it's a journey in itself and it requires taking leaps and it requires you know pursuing things that you know if you're just working like a a nine to five or a corporate job like you probably would never have to make those decisions right and it requires like investing in yourself in ways that to the average person seems not safe or unrealistic and I think like one of the most damaging things that people end up doing is that they they tell their partner oh like that's not realistic or that's not a smart idea or you might fail or what happens if you fail and it's like that's not what people need to hear when they're telling you about their dreams like again you don't have to understand something to be supportive um and obviously we're i'm very blessed in the fact that like you've always seeked to understand and then have you know in in turn like understood and actually you know now we're doing business together um but i think it's just so important that you know like you said, like your partner is an individual human being with their own human experience and it's not your job to, to like live vicariously through them. Like it's like they're able, they should be able to pursue whatever the fuck they want. And yeah, maybe you don't get it, but like to still be supportive is super important. Yeah. And and I guess I just thought of another thing that is really valuable. Like if, if you're with someone who is pursuing an entrepreneurial path like that path is all about growth absolutely right and if you're just doing a nine to five that can be a pretty stagnant life you're especially you're if you're not deep, doing the other stuff outside of that job exactly you're deep in the routine yeah and so i would recommend just like we're growing too absolutely you know like and I think that you have to start to like take a look at too like because for me like something something that's been so important to me as like a person is like I could never be with someone who wasn't looking to grow yeah like to me growth like seeking growth seeking discomfort like pursuing new things is like such a big part of who I am in my life and I've always been that way like I've never followed the conventional path I've always you know gone left when everybody's going right um and to for me like I just don't I couldn't and I've outgrown people like the my past relationships like that's what happened I just grew outgrew these people because I was like I'm fucking going fucking to space and you're fucking staying in the dirt and the ground like buddy like I'm fucking gone like I can't do this like it's a really weird analogy but like you know what I mean and so I think it also comes down to like 
what like what serves you in a relationship too and opening up that conversation and like if you're someone who's pursuing uh, being an entrepreneur like you said it's like that is a li- like you are literally always growing and it is going to require you to get uncomfortable to it's a spiritual path really like being sure. an entrepreneur having a business is is a very spiritual journey and I feel like that can be really confronting for par- people that have partners that are kind of just like you know the quote-unquote the people that are like I don't want to grow or I'm not interested in growing. Yeah. It's like that can be really confronting if you're someone who's seeking growth and then your partner's not wanting to grow in any way. Like that can be really, really challenging. And I think that that also can end up in you outgrowing your partner, which is really confronting, which is also a form of self-sabotage because you then might not pursue your dreams because you're actually afraid of outshining people. Totally. And you're out, not just your partner, but this could be your friends or your family. So you self-sabotage and don't pursue the thing that you actually want because deep within you, you're afraid that if you pursue that thing, you're not going to have the people in your life that you love and that actually fucks with people a lot so this is where that like level of self-awareness becomes so important because you have to stop and ask yourself if you are in that position like is it worth is this relationship or these friendships or whatever it is like worth me sacrificing my happiness and my dreams because your fucking passions and your purpose or your goddamn birthright and if you're not pursuing those things because you're trying to appease others you are doing such a disservice to yourself and typically that's when you wake up when you're like fucking 60 or 50 and go well i wish i would have done that and you're unhappy and you're like fucking wishing you could go back in time and like that's why there's so many people that just become so miserable in their midlife and they have those midlife crises essentially because they didn't do the fucking thing that they actually wanted to do. It's crazy. It's totally crazy. Fuck, yeah. Super, super wild. So I guess, like, you know, kind of looping back to what we were saying, like, I think the best thing to do is, like, just to, like, support, you know? Like, you don't Definitely. have to understand or even agree with everything to be supportive. And I think that that's really, really, really important. And, like, you know, I know for for me like you know when I went to Bali for example back in October that was like such a pivotal moment in my my journey and like you were just so supportive like I had like a week I like I found out that I like manifested this trip to go to Bali for free and like I had like a week to plan it and you like were like helping me like get everything organized like you were just like there was no question of like well like we should take a look at our finances and like figure out if it'll work it's like no we're fucking making it work like because obviously there was still expenses that I had to pay for in terms of like a hotel um and food and stuff while I was there but like the whole you know mastermind and stuff was covered but there was still definitely expenses and, and it wasn't a matter of like oh if we can make this work it was like no it's fucking happening and I'm gonna support you and that was such a pivotal moment in my journey um, and I remember coming back from that that trip, and I feel like you probably saw a big change in me too. Definitely, it was like really interesting. We kind of went to the, on that trip and came back like a bit of a different person. Well, yeah, and and like I was editing all your videos, right? Yeah. And so just seeing you in those videos, like it was a night and day difference. Yeah. Like before Bali and after Bali, it's a whole different Rachel almost. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then like within two two months I I quit my corporate job and even then like you were so supportive and like you know we had a lot of like you know important conversations because obviously like you were still finishing your master's and there was a lot of conversation around like you know making sure that you know we had the the means to support ourselves um, Mm -hmm. with me leaving my corporate job and you know it's just so wild because now you know it's almost June of 2020 and we both are, you know, we're collectively building a multiple six-figure business, like, you know, like, the month of, you know, I guess, yeah, May, it's still May, in yeah. this month alone, like, we had our first, like, over 30k in sales month, and, like, you're just such a big part of this, and, like, it's so easy for people to just see, like, kind of, like, me, like, at the forefront of it all, like, you know, doing all the things, but, like, you're such a big part of, like, why the business operates so effectively and like I love that working with you is like gives me this ability to stay in my zone of genius like you edit mm-hmm. all my podcast like you literally like you have all of these roles that people usually pay and like outsource yeah. and you're 
And I like doing them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> That's the thing. And it's just awesome because we get to be this, like, team, you know? We work together, and it's just so fucking awesome. But that also comes with a lot of boundaries, right? Like, I feel like we've really had to, especially over the past year working together, we've really had to have a lot of conversations and communicate what our boundaries are within this business and a partnership because when you live together, you work together, you're working from home, you're with each other all the time usually. (laughs) Um, It's very easy for those lines to get blurred and to get crossed. And I think that we've, you know, we're really, we're still learning. We're definitely definitely still still learning. learning. Like there's times where we're like, one of us gets inspired and we're like laying in bed and it's like, hey, we're not fucking talking about business while we're laying in bed, babe. Like what the (laughs) fuck? Or like right, like first thing in the morning, like, mornings are sacred to me like I do not look at my phone I don't talk about business I don't do any of that for like a good two hours and like so there's like the odd time where like maybe Justin's a little inspired and asks me a business question and I'll be like agitated and like look like <laughs> we're not talking about business right now it's not am babe so like there's definitely yeah. been like a, a need for boundaries and I think that that's been really helpful too like just in us you know keeping um I don't know just like making sure that we're you know, really, again, communicating what our needs are. And, like, I think so much of why our relationship, you know, works, again, so well is because, like, we do have boundaries and we're able to communicate effectively what our boundaries are. Like, when we need alone time, you know, when, like, now's not the time to talk about this because, like, I'm not working right now and maybe you are. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's a constant. It's, like, constant communication, constant, like, negotiation almost you know where we're like setting those boundaries maybe moving the boundary a little bit um discussing like what works when and and like what's valuable to me and what's valuable to you and like how i need to communicate how you need to communicate specifically around business things yeah and yeah absolutely and like i think for both of us too like you know, we both, you know, aren't the type of people that we, you know, we're working till midnight or 1am and we're working 12 hour days. Like we definitely like have had our days where we've put in a lot of hours based on like maybe what we're launching or what we're doing. But, you know, I feel like for us, like we really have like a a good separation line between business and, and, and relationship. Like, you know, like we keep things like spicy we have awesome sex like we we like you know play we laugh every day like we spend time in nature like you know we really nurture like all of these different aspects of our relationship um which I think is just really really important because I think that it can be really easy to just like fall into like kind of like a routine of sorts especially when you're spending so much time together but you know we really make play such a priority in our business and like you know like it's just it's just like awesome it's just fucking awesome I'm so grateful for you (laughs) likewise like I I'm always so like just so grateful like so and just so proud like I see you like constantly showing up and I try to put myself in that position and I'm like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> I just got to hide in my little shell. But <laughs> like, it, it's just so great how we balance each other out in the business because I've grown up with a really analytical mind and all the data shit and like all the back end stuff. It just kind of comes naturally to me and that front end comes naturally to you. I mean, obviously, for both of us, it's there's been a lot of practice. Absolutely, yeah. It's like, it definitely didn't. I wouldn't say that going on video was uh, natural for me. I'll never forget the first few videos I yeah. made. I'm so nervous, and like you can tell that I'm like more robotic. Like now, I'm like <laughs> I stumble over my words. I swear, like I'm totally myself. But like there was definitely that like period where I was really nervous. But yeah, I just feel like we allow ourselves to stay in like, in our individual zone of geniuses. And, like so much of like what you what I've basically like outsourced for you to do has allowed me to operate in my flowy space because that's like really how I've built this business on my end has just been like being in flow and uh, just doing what feels really fucking good, you know? And so much of what's allowed me to continue to cultivate that has been having your support and, you know, being able to outsource certain things to you, right? Because I think that you do get to a certain point in business where 
you know, outsourcing is super necessary to keep you in your zone of genius. And it's just been such a blessing that, you know, you've been able to to do that. And we just get to do this together. And like, we both get to live our, uh, like the life of our fucking dreams, you know, like, I feel like the level of freedom that we've created and the level of abundance that we've created for ourselves. Um, and, and, you know, such a short period of time is just such a dream come true. And, you know, I think that for both of us, like we know that this mission is so much bigger than us. Like, you know, this is a really about like raising the vibration of the planet and like really helping people rise up as conscious leaders in this world. And, you know, I know that it's just, it's just so exciting because this is just the beginning for us. And I'm just really excited to, you know, even to see where we're going to be like six months from now, a year from now, three years from now, like, I'm just so excited to, you know, not only just do life with you, but like also do business with you and create just this fucking epic ripple effect where we just continue to massively help people. Um, And yeah, it's just, it's such a blessing and it's something that I'd like I feel so fucking grateful for every day. Like, every morning in my journal, I write about the things that I'm grateful for. And, like, every single day, I'm just, like, I'm so happy and grateful for my evolving, beautiful relationship with Justin and, like, the lives that we've created together. Because it's just, it's a dream fucking come true. And, um, yeah, it's it's been so fun doing this episode with you. I know that we've been kind of chatting about it. And you're, like, a little nervous. But, like, (laughs) uh, it's just, like, it's so great to be able to you know bring you on here and have you share your truth with my audience and you know hopefully this inspires people too to maybe open up some different conversations with their partners um yeah and yeah I'm, I'm really grateful for you being on here thank you so much thanks for having me yes uh thank you guys so much for listening today i hope that this episode you know gave you some inspiration um you know this is definitely something that super passionate about sharing with people because i I love showing people that you get to have the fucking love that you deserve in life and yeah it's been such a pleasure so if you guys enjoyed this episode please feel free feel free to take a screenshot and share this on instagram and tag me so i can give you a shout out and i will see you next week see ya Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast player that you're using and leave a review because I would absolutely love to hear from you. I'd also love to connect with you on Instagram. So please feel free to reach out to me and send me a DM. You can find me at I am Rachel Fisher. Cannot wait to hear from you. Sending you love and light always.